At this point, I should change my secret name to Embarrassed to Death by Sister, because that pretty much sums up my existence. I'm going to skip over our chapel preparations, how Sadie summoned Waltz and explained the situation, how Bess and I said our farewells at dawn and rented a car from one of Bess's reliable friends, and how that car broke down halfway to Cairo. Hey! Hi. And, and hello. hello! Welcome to Into the Riotiverse. It's a Rick Riordan read-along podcast where we read the books that aren't a part of the Camp Half-Blood Chronicles. This includes Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Heroes of Olympus, and the Trials of Apollo. Today, we continue our look into the King Chronicles, The Throne of Fire, chapters 13 and 14. I get a demon up my nose and at the tomb of Zaya Rashad. How? We're back! It's been... It's been... We've 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 been gone almost as long as Ra has been. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you haven't, you don't follow the social medias, uh, which Hal doesn't because he hates social media. I I do. Yes. Um. Through through a lot of things called adult life, Hal and mainly me, and uh, did not have the time to record for three months. But we're back. Hello, Hal. How are you? I I, I exist. I live. You exist. You live. Hal, ask me if I have any any more free time now than I did three months ago. I know you don't. <laughs> just just ask me, please. It's like we've been trying to do this episode for like a week and a half now. <laughs> please, just ask me. It'll it'll make me feel better if you ask me. I I know I I already know the answer. But ask me anyway. No. Well, the answer is uh, no, I don't, and I'm about to have less free time because I'm going back to college at the end of the month. Oh. Oh, spicy. Spicy. I'm going to go for a mechanical engineering degree. Oh, even spicier. Even spicier? I I, I was thinking about it in in the car today, and I was like, man, when I was 18, I wanted to, like, unalive myself, and now I'm going back to college. I should have done it when I had the chance. Honestly. (laughs) Now it's too late. Now I'm 24. I pay taxes. I like have a job and I go to the gym. It's like now, now it's an inconvenience. Now it's an inconvenience. If you're thinking about unaliving yourself, please seek help. Don't don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, please, please, please don't actually do that. So, um, before we went on hiatus, I <laughs> I optimistically was like, we're gonna do a mailbag episode, and then that did not go through. Hal, take a guess as to how many emails we have in the inbox. Uh, like... Think high, but not too high. Like 30. 62. Oh. Well, that's more than I was expecting, but... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving a quick breeze through. I, I would say approximately two-thirds of them are questions, and the other third are people who have signed up this email for spam email. Ah, uh, I see. So that's pretty much it. I did not feel like going through a bunch of emails, so I just picked one random email that we're about to read for the first time. Uh, it's from Indigo, 
who says, I'm a big fan of the show. I hope you, I know you hear this a lot, but I'm happy someone is looking at the Kane Chronicles and Magnus Chase. And I think Rick Riordan presents. Sweetheart, we are barely looking through the Kane Chronicles. Yes, I, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. And possibly Daughter of the Deep, which is Rick's upcoming book at some point. Is it still upcoming? I thought it came out already. Nope, still upcoming. I think it comes out later this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and Rick also apparently has an Irish story coming up. That's besides the point. Also, I listened to your other podcast, Consult the Oracle, and it is great. I know one podcast is time-consuming for an adult. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what two podcasts at the same time would be like, well, I'm not running that other podcast anymore. That 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 died. I don't want to. Although it might be coming back soon for something. Shh. Since you haven't done a Consult the Oracle since spring 2020, yes, I will ask my question to finish off my long email. Your email is like three sentences long. It's it's You're fine. Mm-hmm. I plan to pursue a career in folklore, theology, and classic literature. I have been studying, but you think it will work out. Sincerely, Indigo, I don't want to say your last name. Indigo, I have no idea. Up until like a month ago, I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Hal, do you have any advice? Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. So I I truly, when you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> I mean, here, here's my plan for my life. Go back to college and try and not die getting a degree while also having a full-time job. While also trying to run a, a rather successful meme page. While also <laughs> trying to release a weekly episode of this podcast. I want to get back into making this podcast. Hal, you and I haven't spoken a lot in the past couple of months. We saw each other once when a friend visited from out of town. Yeah. We went to go see Black Widow together. Yeah, we chatted like once or twice in between as well. Yeah. And then, it's like as he, as he said, he has no free time. And <laughs> I, I piss away all my time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Indigo, what I suggest is you don't go to college. All right. So, I'm honestly, honestly, if if you're doing like in person classes, then maybe. But I honestly think that like paying to do a Zoom class is kind of a scam right now. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be paying for. Don't tell me that, Hal. I'm just. Oh no, you're 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 getting punked. You're punking yourself please don't say that to me it's like i am not paying full tuition to log into my computer Uh uh-uh to go to to talk on zoom you dragged it i will (laughs) wait because i i i've 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 mulled over going back to school as well but i'm like i'm super not doing it now if i have to sign into a zoom class you're you're crazy yeah i don't know just i yeah so (laughs) Indigo, good luck. We cannot offer you viable advice because we have no idea how to life. Uh, stay in drugs, do school. Hell yeah, stay in drugs, do school. Do do drugs responsibly. I actually spoke to my academic academic advisor today, like the morning of this recording, and he was a very a really chill guy. He was like, "You haven't been to school in two years." I'm like, "Yeah, um, I I didn't want to." <laughs> Mm. and he's like okay well here's all the classes you need to take to complete this degree and i'm like oh that is a lot of classes yeah i'm just i'm just like hey i i i kind of owe you guys a lot of money so (laughs) (laughs) i only owe owe my school a little bit of money i think Uh, but thankfully i have a an, an adult job that gives me adult money to pay for my adult bills i too have an adult job but they they try very hard not to give me money uh, that's when you stab them and you take their money. I wish. I wish. Remember, kids, if uh, your job isn't paying you, just f- 
and stab him. By the way, if you hear voices in the background, uh, Hal's mom is having a conversation with someone. Yeah. Uh, d- don't don't dox Hal or his mom, please. I don't know if you can actually hear what she's saying. I can't. It's it's unintelligible to me. But hey, maybe someone can understand everything. Uh, it's not a terribly interesting conversation. So if you can hear it, congratulations. <laughs> oh boy. Hal, it's been a while since we've done this, but let's tr- let's try and let's try and uh, ram up those fryers because uh, we got some hungry customers. Ah, uh, it's been three months since I've made you audibly groan. That sounds wrong, but let's let's start our reading because as I I've said before and I'll say it again, we are a Rick Riordan related podcast. That's not what that's not what you meant to say. Yes, it was. What what what? Don't you mean read along podcast? Oh, f- and yes. <laughs> Yeah, Hal remembers the the structure of this podcast more than I do, but I do remember this. Hal, what did you give? Chapter thirteen. I get a demon up my nose. Oh, I forgot we were supposed to be reading these chapters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Not right after. Not right after you said I remember the structure of this podcast more than you. (laughs) Well, Hal. Off the top of your head, because I also forgot to give my rating. Okay, let's try and say it at the same time so we're not scurrying each other over. On the count of three, what is your rating for chapter 13, I Get a Demon Up My Nose? One, two, three, seven. Seven. All right, we tied. And what is your rating for chapter 14, At the Tomb of Zyrashid? One, two, three, nine. Oh, I win one. Let's go, boys. Although I shouldn't be excited because chapter 14 is depressing as Hal, let's start our read-along. What happens in chapter 13, I get a demon up my nose? Um, you tell me. I read this chapter like a week ago. I read this chapter like two hours ago, so I maybe I should tell you. So the chapter opens up with Carter and Bess on their way to the like tomb area that they think Zia is buried in. Uh, along the way... Um, as explained in the opening, Bess and Carter rent a car from one of Bess's friends, and then that car breaks down. But luckily, they were picked up by some, I don't know how to pronounce that, Bedouins? I believe that's how you pronounce it. Let's, let's go with that. Uh, my, my, my languages other than English and Spanish are not particularly good. And even Spanish isn't that particularly good. My English isn't very good. We are the perfect people to be reading a podcast about... I'm reading a podcast? What is wrong with me? <laughs> oh my god. I remember... I think it was the episode that I had a low-key breakdown. I'm like, this is going to be the best episode now. We're, we're, we're taking the cake right now. This is going to be the best episode because we have no idea what we're doing. This is going to be hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to go with Bedouins. Bedouins, uh, who picked them up in a truck, and they start looking for the village. It takes them the whole day, pretty much, to go to, to go from village to farm to dusty crossroads and ask everyone and anybody they can if they know where this, like, sacred, or not sacred, this, like, cursed village is. Yeah. Meanwhile, Car- Carter is also having an existential crisis because he is, as, as, as predicted, having a bit of a guilt trip about abandoning Sadie. But he's also, he, he has that guilt trip on one hand, but on the other hand, he's like, uh, a pretty girl must save. But pretty girl who, who probably won't remember me. Remember me, although I have to say goodbye. 
remember me. He's also very embarrassed by the fact that Sadie now knows his secret name, if you remember that from last chapter. I do remember that. That was something that stuck out to me. Yeah, but she's like, um, she's like, I know his secret name. And Carter is like, I am uncomfortable with the uh, energy we've created in the studio today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're still on their way. The entire trip, he's pretty much just being like, man, it sucks that I left Sadie alone. Man, it sucks that Zaya probably doesn't know me. It sucks that Sadie knows my secret name. It sucks, it sucks, it sucks. But also he's like, man, that whole secret name business, the more you connect to a god, the more you can like feel their power sort of thing. Yeah, I believe they refer to it as like sympathetic magic. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, and it, it would explain... Ugh. It would explain how he blasted the doors open at the Hermitage with the Fist of Horus. He's like, you know, I wasn't thinking about it, but like I needed to channel the spirit of the Kool-Aid man. So I just channeled him and I said, oh, yeah. And then I bust through the door. Mm-hmm. Horus as the Kool-Aid man. I'm trying to imagine the Kool-Aid man, but with like a fiery uh, hawk armor. The God of Sugar. <laughs> the God of Sugar. How... Is the Kool-Aid man the liquid inside the Kool-Aid man or the glass that holds the liquid? I must say he's the glass and like the liquid is his blood. <laughs> That's pretty f***ed when you think about it. He's just like let it, he's just like tipping over. He's like, here you go, kids, drink my blood. Honestly. D- which is, I guess. That sounds metal. I like that now. I was going to say, didn't Jesus do that? Um, no. He just, oh yeah, no, he passed around wine. He's like, yo, it's my blood. Drink it. No homo. I, I, I find it. <sighs> I find a mental image of Jesus Christ saying no homo hilarious. <laughs> Even though it, it, let, let's let's not let's not get into religion. Even though we're reading a book about Egyptian religion. Look at Honestly. that. So they travel for miles along the Nile. It's snaked uh it snakes through green and brown fields, and they had nothing to drink but water from an old plastic jug that tasted like Vaseline. Hal, have you ever tasted Vaseline? Uh yes. I am in fact a black person, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are very well versed we are very well versed in the art of vaseline yeah vaseline tastes bad horrible so i can't imagine having to drink water from something that tastes like vaseline so you might as well just drink vaseline yeah uh at around six in the evening of that night they get their first lead an old peasant farmer who was selling dates on the road you say around six in the evening of that night what <laughs> See, I got into an argument with um, Fran from the Best Damn Camp podcast, where she's like, in the UK, we consider everything after five to be the evening. And I'm like, no, five's too f***ing early, dude. That's still the afternoon. It's it's seven in the evening over here. That's not that. No, Fran. Fran is definitely right. Fran is. OK, you 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 also grew up with the British roots. So unfortunately, you grew up the wrong way. But it's literally, it's literally, it's literally in the word. It's afternoon. How long do you think afternoon is? Up till, listen, the way I was taught is it's 12 noon, one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon, three, four, five, six in the afternoon, 659 in the afternoon. That is not afternoon anymore. Seven in the evening. That is not afternoon anymore. Yes, it is. It's really not. Yes, it is. It is still afternoon, but it's before seven in the evening. No, like, (laughs) like the latest, the latest I will give you is six. The latest. 6.59 in the afternoon. Also, actually, no, that doesn't. No. 6.59 in the evening sits more comfortably. Okay, I'll agree with that. Six six in the afternoon, seven in the evening. No. 
No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. How? I will go to your house right now and I will no, see you, you in the evening. No, you won't. <laughs> That's it. I'm getting in my car. Vroom, vroom. I'm about to Tony Hawk 360 no scope into your bedroom. Five o'clock. Five o'clock is, yeah. Five o'clock is the start of evening. What kind of evening are you having that starts at five o'clock? It's just like, just because it's the summer right now and the sun is out forever. Like, that's not my mentality because I don't look at the darkness at three thirty in the afternoon and think, "Oh yeah, it's three in the it's three in the evening." <laughs> yeah, it, 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 but it is in fact evening. Uh, so old peasant farmer <laughs> selling dates <laughs> at, at six at the evening and night. I'm um, you. <laughs> so I, I I forgot how we pronounce this. Makan al Makan al Ramal al Hamra. Uh, when he hears that name, I think in your book it's different. I, I remember that from last time. In your book, it's just like Makan Al Al no, I think Al Haram Makan. Okay, so you probably have a different version of the book. So the second that the farmer hears that, he I'm sorry, I can't let this go. It's six in the afternoon, seven in the evening. I I'm gonna hurt you. I you can't a you can't hurt me. Every time we've ever quote unquote fought, I just hold you down because I'm bigger than you. This say so <laughs> okay for for the sake of my sanity and our friendship <laughs> we will agree that you're wrong uh, moving on anyway uh no we won't <laughs> fine well we'll we'll agree that usually i'm wrong so we'll just agree that i'm wrong six in the evening sounds it sounds wrong i'm just telling you this right now why does that sound wrong okay hold on we're gonna call my very smart uh, lawyer sister and i'm gonna put her on speakerphone and i'm gonna we're gonna ask her i'm crying <laughs> I, I i need i need this i need this I, I need this uh where's my sister there's my sister we're putting her on speakerphone i don't know if the i don't know if the <laughs> the microphone's gonna hear it hey sister of mine um I, I i'm currently recording a podcast but i would like to ask you a question I would also like your permission to include your audio into the podcast. Okay. When it is five o'clock, do you say it's five in the afternoon or in the evening? I just say five p.m. What the? F- okay. What about six in the? Is it six, is it six in the afternoon or six in the evening? Or rather, what would you uh, consider it? Oh yeah, what would you consider it? Rather, I would say six in the afternoon. Ha! Each. Ah. Uh, what what about seven seven at night yeah seven at night seven in the evening okay so we are correct uh, and hal is wrong uh, and thank you very much i love you thank you uh, i will uh, talk to you later there is something you're not considering there is something i'm not considering what am i not considering that we're siblings and thus we're taught by the same source yeah exactly so the sample size is tainted. Mom! <laughs> no, okay, no, I, I'm not going to ask my mom. Because that's just, it gets even more tainted, because that's the source. <laughs> that's the source. Yeah, that, that would be the source, exactly. Oh my god, we are so off tangent. We're, suppo- oh. we're supposed to be talking about Egyptian mythology, and we're just talking about how I can't let go of a stupid fight. Honestly. Ooh, what kind of Egyptian mythology? Uh, the mythology of uh, the Cain Chronicles. Uh, l- listen to our podcast, Joe. I don't give it away for free. But you do. <laughs> <laughs>
Sister mine, I will talk to you later. I love you dearly. Thank you very much. Bye. I love you too. Bye. Okay, so uh, we have definitively proven that mine and my sister's word means jack. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were taught by our our Hispanic parents who learned the English language roughly 30 years ago. So, and you have the advantage of having always had parents uh, that spoke the English language from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So, I will say that it is a draw. We'll agree to disagree. Uh, fine, I'm wrong. Are you happy, Hal? Are you happy? Yes. Oh, God. Let's get back to... <laughs> <laughs> so, six in the evening at night, we get our first lead. Um, where a peasant farmer is selling dates on the roadside and tells them that there was a village of that description roughly 10 kilometers south of where they currently are. It's like, and apparently it's at a bend of a river where the sand turns bright red. And it's like, well, that's a bit on the nose, but okay. Yeah, it's almost like they're going to the place of red sands. <gasps> Leg gasp. So they they start walking and they set and they make camp for the night. Uh, at least the Bedouins make camp for the night. Uh, Bess and Carter borrow the truck, quote, quote unquote, borrow. I imagine this truck's going to be destroyed in a couple of chapters. Probably. On the way, Bess is like, hey, dude, you look terrible. And Carter's like, thanks. And he's like, no, 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 no. Listen, magically speaking, like you do realize we're about to get into some deep duty right now. Like there's, there's going to be traps and monsters and all that kind of stuff. Can you defend yourself? And he's like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, I'm a main character. I probably won't die here. Yeah, but Bess is like, listen, Set and Snake Boy want you to find this place, which means it cannot be good for you. He's like, you can't tell me I'm wrong. Only I can tell me I'm wrong. Wait a minute. (laughs) And so we also get some backstory on Bess, how he got captured. It was by uh, Menshikov's great-grand, or not his great-grandfather, his regular grandfather. Nothing great about him. Prince Alexander Menshikov. Was it Alexander? I thought it was Vladimir. Vladimir is the current guy. The grandfather is Alexander. Oh, okay. I see you. A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R. We are meant to be a colony that runs independently. (laughs) I'm tired of you. (laughs) When you said said a word that's in a Hamilton song like a couple of minutes ago, and I just immediately started thinking about that song. I know. I did too. (laughs) And so Bess and so Carter's like, wait, didn't the magicians lock all you guys in the in the Duan and stuff after Egypt fell? And Bess was like, yeah, most of us. Uh, some of us slept for two million years. Uh, for two mi- two million years. Two million years. Yes. <laughs> two millennia until Carter's dad unleashed them, and others broke out and just sort of had a vacation until the House of Life broke, until the House of Life track tracked them down. Sekhmet broke out in 1918 and had a big influenza epidemic. Yeah, like um, crazy. crazy how that works. And then um, some, some some gods were just like, yeah, we're just gonna kind of chill out of. We're just we're just gonna kind of be low key. Like, I, I guess I, I, I guess we're not gonna talk about the sec bend in the room. Nope. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Let's move on. Mm. It's like we're super not gonna talk about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's another tangent mm-hmm. yeah that's another tangent that we don't I, I don't want to call my sister over again actually i could call my brother-in-law over that <laughs> yeah, it's like... no but we're not 
So when Egypt fell, the Romans adopted Bess as one of their gods. And then the Middle Ages came and the Christians were like, hey, what if we made gargoyles and gnomes and dwarves and helpful leprechauns? And it's like, basically, they, they, didn't, they didn't think Bess, Bess was attractive in the slightest. Because nope. all of these creatures are ugly as sin. Yeah, and they're but they mainly are there for defense. Like that's 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 been the sort of folklore behind gnomes and dwarves and whatever to put in your garden. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember Doofenshmirtz's backstory in Phineas and Ferb, where his dad was like, "You're going to be a, a a lawn gnome, and you're going to like it." Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. I like Phineas and Ferb. I was listening to a platypus controlling me <laughs> yesterday, and. I didn't realize how many bops that show had put out. It really, it, that it also show had such good music for no. It also reason. it also taught a generation what the pointy tip of the or the plastic tip of your shoelace is. Uh huh. Ah oh, man. G and the rest of this, the rest of this is just gonna be. Is this the rest of this is just gonna be a Phoenician verb playlist? A Phineas and verb. A Phineas. A Phineas. Yes. A Phineas. A finesse, uh, the finesse and verb. <laughs> but yes, it would just be a playlist of their music. So Bess is just trying to give Carter some advice. He's like, listen, girl troubles like this, it usually ends up bad for you. And then Carter's like, oh, wait, the person who res- the rescued you, it wasn't a goddess. It was someone you were involved with. And Bess is like, I'm going to punch you if you continue this conversation. And it's like, ah, <laughs> the girl troubles have turned turned around. How the t- How the turns have tabled. H-E-L-E-T. Fuck don't forget it. I was I was about to start singing Backyard Beach and I was trying so hard not to <laughs> sing Backyard Beach. Bow chicka wow wow. That's what my baby said. Wow wow and my heart starts pumping. Chicky chicka chicka choo wow. We should stop before Dan Pavanmeyer sues us. Or Disney. I'm I'm more afraid of Disney than I am of Dan Pavanmeyer. Oh, they they got bigger things to worry about. They got Scarlett Johansson to worry about. They don't. Oh yes, yeah. Scar Joe is like, hey, I want my money. And Disney's like, no. There's, I, I can't wait for Scar Joe to turn into Stewie and Disney to turn into Brian, and she just starts beating them up. Okay. <laughs> so they arrive at the riverbank, and the Carter is like, oh my god, this stuff is really red. And Bess is like, yeah. Do you know why? Because red is evil. It's the color of evil. The desert, <laughs> chaos, destruction, and all I hear in my mind is is a um, mermaid man being like evil. <laughs> I guess that explains what, why Man Ray was mainly red. Yeah, makes sense. But anyway, it appears that the the entire village had sunk in into the into the sand, yeah. rather than it being destroyed. It was just it just kind of got swallowed up by the earth. And. They're now going to try and look into the Nile in or they're going to try and look in the Nile to see if there's like some kind of passage or secret tunnel or whatever. Secret tunnel through the mountains or through the sand. Yeah. Uh, And Carter goes in and he's like, yuck. And Bess is trying not to go in because as was established in a previous chapter, if uh, a god goes into water, the god goes uh, wibbly wobbly. Mm, Static. Static. Just just static shock superhero we are gonna get sued by everyone honestly we're gonna get sued by broadway for singing some hamilton we're gonna get sued by disney for singing some phineas and ferb who owns uh static shock uh warner brothers i guess we're just gonna get sued by warner brothers it's a dc it's a dc property so which is owned by warner brothers 
are do they do they own DC? They they own they yes, own they the, do. They own the they, movie rights. I also know they own or at least owned the comic rights because uh Daffy Duck once joined the Joker in in the comics. Interesting. Yeah. The story is, we're just going to side tangent again. The story is that Daffy is like, I would like to speak to the factory that's been selling me all of my props. Oh, it's out of service. I'll go directly to them. And then he finds out the Joker pretty much turned into his factory. And then he's like, listen, Joker, my guy, uh, don't kill me. I want to work for you. Smart decision. Yeah. And then Daffy commits crime, <laughs> commits crimes and Batman arrests him and puts him in jail with the Joker. It's, 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 it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> You have to send me a link now. Uh, I will. It's I, mean, I need to see. <laughs> the way they draw... Because they don't draw him like the cartoony Daffy Duck. They draw him realistically like in the DC universe. Oh, that's creepy. That is, It's super creepy. He has these like beady black eyes that have no... They're just soulless. No life. No. Head empty. No No thought. No, no soul. It'd be like that. So they start looking about... And as they are going through the river, Carter's noticing that there's some ripples in the water behind them. But he's like, eh, whatever, we'll just keep going. This will totally end well. Mm-hmm. And then they finally find, uh, buried under some muck and weeds, stairs that go to the entrance of a tomb. It's like, and on the front, I believe on the front of the tomb is, what's her, is the name? Yeah, it's Zia, Zia's name. But Zia's before name we get to that part... Before we get to that part, it's been a while since some some uh, angry snake boys attacked us. Now they're in water form. <laughs> some water people. So uh, the, the whole there, there was this before this the water things attack. There was this point where Bess is like part the river, and Carter's like, I don't know how to do that. And Bess is like, Oh come on, that's standard stuff. There was a magician back in the day who would part the sea just to like get a girl's necklace. Uh, I think his name was Mickey. You mean Moses? Oh, yeah, that dude. <laughs> yes, Moses. Moses definitely did. Did part the sea. I like I like how in this in in this continuity, he's just like, yep, just just another magician. Just another magician. Meanwhile, in like Christianity, he's like, or yeah, Christianity and Ju- Judaism. He's like, hey, I'm going to help set my my people free. And this is like, no, he just he just kind of he's that Israeli fellow. He's just that Israeli fellow. That that's something I don't like about some of Rick's writing, where he just kind of like pushes important historical figures to the side, like oh they were magicians or oh they were demigods. He did that to Harriet Tubman in the Percy Jackson series. You know the series we don't talk about. I think um, Harry Houdini. Harry Houdini, which is hilarious to me. I think he was like what he was like a son of Hermes, right? something like that the Beatles and uh what's his face big fat British guy who fought the Nazis what's his name um Hal big fat British guy he was in charge of the British people oh Churchill Churchill there we go yeah he was Athena's son yeah I I was like I was like who I'm like oh yeah (laughs) to to be fair I could have also been talking about Alfred Hitchcock who fun fact the British army wouldn't let him join because he was too fat hilarious this is a country that literally stops at several points during the day to drink tea. So yeah, uh, Moses, that that guy, you know, he just, he just parts the water, whatever. And just before Carter can part the water, they get attacked by the snake people who start drowning Carter and Bess. Well, I, I imagine the um 
which would be more appropriate here, the Mario drowning music or the Sonic drowning music? The Sonic drowning music the is Sonic funnier. Drowning, the Sonic drowning music is scarier. What are you talking about? It's scarier and funnier here. No, it's funnier in this context. Because, like, I don't think there's a drowning sound for Mario. I think there's just the calming underwater level, you know, do, 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 do. Add Nintendo to the list of people who are going to sue us. Um, and Sega. Actually, Sega Sega is pretty cool. Sega doesn't usually sue people. Listen, we didn't. We we only said the word Sonic. We could be talking about the fast food chain, in which case they will also be suing us. Yeah, they. But they. But then they'll be suing Sega to be like, no, we have dibs. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for all these companies to sue us, and then they find out collectively we have like two dollars and a and a shoelace between. Honestly. And then they'll be like, "Give us everything you own," and I'm like, "Here's our two dollars and a shoelace. What did you think we own?" It's like, it's like, don't expect this to be making that money for you either, because you know, you know, minimum wage and all that. <laughs> Hell yeah! They start drowning, and Bess is like, "Fight them!" And Carter's like, "Glurg, glurg, glurg, gurgle, gurgle, gurgle," dying from drowning. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he accidentally punches Bess in the face, and Bess is like, "You son of a." I'm gonna drown. Help! He uses his his spooky powers to scare scare a bunch of them off. He yeah, but unfortunately, that's not enough. Until Carter's like, "Hey, you remember that exposition I dropped a couple of pages ago? What if I ta- what if I used it? <laughs> I'm gonna channel some of Horace, Horace's emotion, and uh, <laughs> it's like you know, Horace almost drowned, and he didn't want to be drowned. I should use that memory to channel Horace's power, and it works." He do he do a yell. He do a yell and explodes the river. And Bess is like, usually when you part a river, it doesn't involve punching me. Now now get me out of here. Mm-hmm. And then Carter has to specifically say when he pulls Bess free of like the mud, it makes a sucking noise that Sadie wants to hear him mimic, but he's like, Sadie, no, what why? No. Because it'd be funny. Tell me Carter making that noise wouldn't be funny. W- would you like to attempt to make the noise? I I I, I can't make the noise. I, I, I would I, I also I, I probably could but I don't want to mm. and collectively that's why we are Carter and Sadie to be honest yeah you're uptight and British and I'm dumb and American that works yeah <laughs> that absolutely works but yeah he um best kind of waves off his apology he apolog Carter apologizes and best is like yeah 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 you, you killed you killed water demon we should we should be good let's get back at the to the task at hand. And they start opening the tomb. They see that there is a symbol for the House of Life above it. And more importantly, a symbol under that that reads as Zaya. And right under that is uh, is just trap in English. <laughs> <laughs> the, the word trap. N- n- hastily written with like a sharpie. It's just, it's just hastily. And then there's like a bear trap sitting in front of the tomb. <laughs> and Carter's like, I know this is going to end badly for me. But I, mm, Zaya, I want to save her. And just like, it's like, and then he steps forward and loses his leg on the bear trap. This <laughs> is a book over. <laughs> book over. <laughs> book, book. Well, I mean, no, we still have Sadie. Sadie just carries on the rest of the book, and she's like, "Yeah, my idiot brother stepped on an underwater." Bear no, trap. she clap. No, she collapses and dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it turns over. out it, it's like in Percy Jackson how um, Percy's Achilles' heel was the small of his back. Sadie's is just Carter's foot, <laughs> and the second. <laughs> The second Carter loses his foot, she just collapses. No, nothing. It's just instant death. <laughs> the set set appears and laughs at them and then leaves. <laughs> no, 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 more importantly, he laughs like Seto Kaiba. 
<laughs> oh no. Oh no, I'm imagining Set Kaiba as Set. Oh no. Hello, Set O Kaiba. I knew I knew you were gonna do it. I knew what was coming. But I said no. If I keep talking, he won't do it. And then you <laughs> did it. I hate it. <laughs> Screw the rules. I have evil powers. I hate you so much. You know what they say. I don't know. Who's a god that Set likes? What, what's the name of his wife again? Uh, Nephis. Yeah. You know what they say, Nephthys. If at first you don't succeed, hit him again, blue eyes. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and that's the end of chapter 13. Uh, luckily, that's an alternate universe where Carter loses his leg. In, in the main continuity, he just starts going down the tomb. There's a sarcophagus inside the tomb, and it is apparently made completely out of water. Yeah, that brings us to chapter 14, Yeah, where they go into the tomb. Hal, you can't talk about the next chapter until I say, Hal, what happens in chapter 14? Oh, are we, are we, are we really gonna, are we really gonna do that now? At this, <laughs> at this point, at this point in this cluster, this cluster, cl- this mess of an episode? Sure, Hal, it's, Hal, that's how we work. We mess up everything, but we pretend like we have control by sticking to the few notes we have. Okay. What note? Hal, what happens in chapter 14 at the tomb of Zaya Rashid? Oh my god, sarcophagus made out of water. Oh my god. Or oh my god. There's um there's a in there's a side Yu-Gi-Oh series called Capsule Monsters, which was bad. Don't nobody remembers it. Extremely bad. But there's one point where they're fighting they're fighting a genie, and then the genie before the genie pops out, there's a giant um like genie lamp and joey's like man look at that big teapot and yami's like that's no teapot <laughs> it's all dr- it's literally they like zoom in on his face and it's all dramatic it's like that's no teapot wow you um, got away with so much <laughs> that's no teapot so yeah Z- zia is trapped in the giant water teapot i uh, not heard a teapot <laughs> and Car- carter is kind of fawning over her when he describes her Says, she's as beautiful as the she's as beautiful as Queen uh, Nefertiti, and I'm like, you're 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 dragging it, friend. He's literally being a simp because she he because he's comparing her to an actual queen. That it's it's his queen, Hal. Actually dragging it. Um, Zaya is in the magical water sarcophagus, and above it is a symbol that is the symbol of Nephthys. And Bess is like, hey, my guy, you didn't tell me that she was a godling. And Carter's like, whoops, sorry, forgot to tell you. Yes, I couldn't you tell? We also find out that Zaya is a fire elementalist, or what we, we learn, because she definitely yeah. did use fire in the last book. But it's like fire. The, the, the irony of Nephis, a water goddess, being trapped inside of a fire, fire magician. So Bess is also like, the combination of water over fire could be masking Zaya's powers. And if Iskander was trying to hide her from Ephophis, holy mother nut, is that the crook and flail? And we find out this is, like, not just any crook and flail. It is the crook and flail of Ra, the most powerful symbols of the most powerful Egyptian god. And these are, they, they compare it to, like, her holding a hydrogen bomb. Yeah. And it's like, yep, it's this kind of a big candy cane. Um, all in all, it's sort of it's sort of like if you connected your security system to a bomb. Like, yeah, you're protect you're protecting someone, but you're, like, overdoing it super much. It's just like, but this, this is, this is why, this is, this is likely the reason why Aphophis wants, wants Carter to find her because 
she's per- being protected by the very magic that locked him away in the first place. 5,000 years ago. Long ago. Once upon a time, not long ago. We're going to get sued by everyone. Hell, don't add more people. <laughs> she might actually sue us. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> it, it, that, is, that is if she finds us. It's just like, it's like, we have no money. Please, please leave me alone. No, the, the funny the funny part is if we make enough references, essentially all of the big companies will be fighting each other over who gets to sue us. Just like who will get the two dollars in the shoelace? Who will get the two? Uh, actually, Hal, uh, I was getting hungry, so I spent one of the dollars on uh, a bag of uh, chips. Share? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good old honey. It's uh, Lay's honey barbecue. Oh my god, that's actually really good. Please share. I, okay, here you go. Here, here, here are some chips. No, 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 no. Nom 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 nom. So I was recently on a podcast where at the end they gave me a quick like, hey, you made a bunch of memes for everyone. Pop quiz. Um, see if you can name who said what from what podcast. And they quoted your nom 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 nom. Mm-hmm. But because we hadn't done the podcast in three months, I completely forgot you say that. So I had no idea who they were talking about. <laughs> it's like, no, bro, it's your podcast. No. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I, I guess someone else because I couldn't, I could not fathom, and they're like, "Dude, that's your pop, that's your co-host." I'm like, "Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that makes sense." I haven't heard his voice in three months, but also that makes a, too much sense. It's like I do, I do make that noise a lot. I love it. So um, Carter frees Zaya, but Zaya is still dying because you know she's a fire elementalist hosting a water goddess. So they quickly bring her out to the Nile. And Nephthys is freed. Hooray! She warns them that um she she greets she greets best, and then she says she says she she apologizes for using her as a host, but she was just she was likely just the closest person that she could get to. And of course, in true Riordan fashion, she's like, "Hey, so uh, you got to protect her. She has an important destiny." And Carter's like, "What destiny?" And <laughs> Nephthys does that thing where she like peace signs and then fades away. Mm-hmm. She fades into the river, and Bess is like, yeah, my guy, that's that's good stuff. The Nile is where she should be. And so Carter is like, oh no, Zaya still can't breathe. I should give her mouth to mouth. It's like, ha ha. ha And then Zaya rightfully punches him in the chest, and he makes a sound like a squeaky toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, don't you dare, don't you dare kiss me. Where is, where is the old man? And then Carter has to be like, bro, she dead. But bro, he dead. But yeah, she's she's apparently like she was apparently getting like I think the the story behind this is that she she was receiving some of the memories from the Shabdi that was impersonating her. But overall, she 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 doesn't know Carter. Like as much as Carter is trying to like bond with her and be like, look, it wasn't you, it was your Shabdi. We had a ton of adventures and like all this stuff, and we also kind of like each other, hopefully. Mm. But she is um, she's very much a traditionalist. Yeah. Unfortunately, she doesn't remember him. She doesn't know who he is. All that she remembers is that he's a cane and he's an outlaw. So he has she has to like beat him up. And no matter how much things have changed, some things have stayed the same. Mm-hmm. But they, they do they do spend some time attempting to to convince her that there is a bigger threat, considering that big chaos snake is coming to eat them. It's definitely one of my least favorite tropes in movies, TV shows, books. When a character loses their memory or like doesn't have the memories they need, and the main characters have to be like, "Listen, we're the good guys. You need to help us." 
but because that person doesn't have their memories they default back to who they were they're like no you're you're the enemy i have to kill you i can't help you with your evil quests i mean character i mean i mean it make it make it makes sense when you think about it because they don't oh it makes sense but i i just don't like the trope in general oh yeah Oh yeah, definitely. And and of course, we go through the standard old "stop lying to me, you're confusing my thoughts, I don't trust you, I don't believe you," blah blah blah. And as all this is happening, I have no common sense, you know. <laughs> and of course, guess who shows up other than good old douchebag and Vlad the Inhaler? Oh, Vlad the supervillain. Vlad the supervillain. Douchebag has gotten old. <laughs> which is the only funny part about this unfortunately vlad is uh at 100 percent power going super saiyan 20 and he's wearing a white fedora which i take personal offense to you you don't you don't have a white fedora you have a black one i know but i i take i i take affront to, to the fact that he's besmooching the bad name of the fedora he's mr white and you're mr black and together you blow each other up trying to spy each other so we're black and white we're we're spy we're spy versus spy i want to sing black or white like by michael jackson and i i i was not, i was gonna keep making the joke if he's gonna sue us i'm like oh wait he can't sue us who would sue us oh the jackson family definitely would they definitely would damn it really do be like that it truly be like that no all, all the conspiracy theories come true and michael jackson actually faked his death but he's been in hiding and he would come out only to sue specifically us i mean that'd be worth it <laughs> he'd get he'd get a dollar and a shoelace he you know would actually how when you weren't looking i spent the other dollar on more honey barbecue chips um and you're not sharing because uh, I, I bought them for you friend yay now we have a shoelace up oh, the shoelace is on fire now we have nothing gg so carter is trying to convince douchebag who hates him that uh vladimir who he likes is actually evil so guess how that goes poorly yeah douchebag listen menshikov's a traitor and menshikov is like ha see i told you they were gonna blame me these dumb kids they think that they can blame me i am not transparently evil not at all (laughs) (laughs) ignore that evil laugh i i was just i was just clearing my throat (laughs) it's like wow that's a nasty cough yeah, it's a nasty Oh my god. Carter uses his last chance to be like, Zia, listen, we are not the enemy. You need to help us. And Zia is like, I'm sorry, but I don't remember you. And Vlad is like, ah, yes, time to murder these children. Now it is time it is time to bring you to the first gnome, where we will give you a fair trial, and then we'll kill you. It's like, I will have fun. I will fun flaying you inside out i mean giving you a quick and painless execution yes after you've been after properly you've been flayed after we uh decidedly rig the crap out of your um the, the trial even though everybody else has seen has seen what is happening but that is the end of chapter 14 which brings us to the end of our reading for the day. How this honestly went better than I thought it would. <laughs> I'm crying. I, I I was honestly thinking we would we would not be entertaining that we had like lost our spunk after not doing this for three months. But no, we still have crackhead energy, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good description of it, crackhead energy. Yeah. Hal, do you have anything else you would like to say um, about the two chapters we just read today? Um, we read chapters today. 
we read chapters today. Well, you read them a week ago. I read them today. And just like, that's crazy. That That is definitely part of the reason why it took us a week and a half to finally record this, because I kept forgetting to do the reading. Obviously. You'd be like, hey, I have the free time. Uh, let's read. And I'm like, oh, I also have the free time, but I forgot to read. Mm-hmm. Can you give me time? I'm sorry. My free time is about to run out. Bet. Okay. <laughs> let's try again in three days. <laughs> Your free trial has ended. <laughs> your your free your free trial of time has expired like, oh. but if there's nothing else you'd like to talk about how let's get through our credits which i am scared of because i don't remember them um uh, let's plug. see so plug <laughs> plug plug yeah okay so thank you for listening to our podcast if you would like to get into contact with the show there are several ways to do so. First, you can email us at into the Riotinverse at gmail.com. Maybe don't because we have like 60 emails. Mm-hmm. That that bonus, that 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 mailbag episode will come. Yes. Um, if you would like to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Riordanverse Pod. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am the damn meme page, damn spelled D-A-M, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Please keep following my Instagram because that's blowing up, as is my TikTok. Please keep following that. Mm-hmm. Hal, where can they find you on social media? Uh, follow him. <laughs> just, just follow me. That's it. Just do that. Yeah, follow him. Artist of the Icon is the wonderful Rampakoka. You can find him on Twitter at Rampakoka, R-A-N-P-A-K-O-K-A. How did I do that? Oh, the wonderful, beautiful, incredible theme song that Hal hasn't heard or thought of in three months. And now I'm bringing him back to this hell was written by Kobe Ophi. You can find him on Fiverr at Kobe Ophi. Everyone that I just mentioned will be listed in the podcast show notes. Hal, thank you for doing a podcast with me. Yeah. And we will see you guys. Yes. Hopefully next week. (laughs) (laughs) listen we're back but we're not back with consistency so in other words we're back yeah yeah thank you for listening guys we'll see you next week goodbye adios